This is our devotional commentary for 1 Timothy chapter 5. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Do not rebuke an older man, but encourage him as you would a father. Younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters, in all purity. Honor widows who are truly widows. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parents, for this is pleasing in the sight of God. She who is truly a widow, left all alone, has set her hope on God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But she who is self-indulgent is dead even while she lives. Command these things as well, so that they may be without reproach. But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Let a widow be enrolled if she is not less than sixty years of age, having been the wife of one husband, and having a reputation for good works. If she has brought up children, has shown hospitality, has washed the feet of the saints, has cared for the afflicted, and has devoted herself to every good work, but refuse to enroll younger widows, for when their passions draw them away from Christ, they desire to marry and so incur condemnation for having abandoned their former faith. Besides that, they learn to be idlers going about from house to house, and not only idlers, but also gossips and busybodies, saying what they should not. So I would have younger widows marry, bear children, manage their households, and give the adversary no occasion for slander. For some have already strayed after Satan. If any believing woman has relatives who are widows... Let her care for them. Let the church not be burdened, so that it may care for those who are truly widows. Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle an ox when it treads out the grain. And the laborer deserves his wages. Do not admit a charge against an elder except on the evidence of two or three witnesses. As for those who persist in sin, rebuke them in the presence of all, so that the rest may stand in fear. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus and of the elect angels, I charge you to keep these rules without prejudging, doing nothing from partiality. Do not be hasty in the laying on of hands, nor take part in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. No longer drink only water, but use a little wine for the sake of your stomach and your frequent ailments. The sins of some people are conspicuous, going before them to judgment, but the sins of others appear later. So also good works are conspicuous, and even those that are not cannot remain hidden. 
Since the church is God's household, as Paul said in chapter 3, its members are a family, and each person must be treated with due respect according to age and gender. One's elders should be given honor and preference whenever possible. But younger men are not to be looked down on. They should be treated as equals, and all Christians should relate to women as respectfully as they relate to men. Older women should be loved and cared for. Younger women should receive tender and pure affection. Relationships in the nuclear family can be painful, but 1 Timothy 5 is a reminder that in the church, all believers in Jesus are surrounded by spiritual fathers, mothers, brothers, and sisters. Verses 1 and 2. Those without an earthly family become a sacred responsibility of those who belong to God's forever family. And our Heavenly Father has a special place in His heart for single women, especially widows. Widows were particularly vulnerable in the ancient world, but in the church, they found protection and provision Several guidelines are given to assess a widow's true needs. If she has children or grandchildren, they should see to it that she receives proper care. If she lives for selfish pleasure instead of Christ, the church has no obligation to fund her worldly pursuits. But for the widow who has no independent means of support, as she faithfully seeks the Lord in prayer, Her church family must demonstrate God's faithful mercy to her. Verses 3 through 8. While the church is called to provide for the social needs of her people, Paul shows an extraordinary sensitivity to the dangers. As readers, we are struck by the clear implication that Christian charity is not an entitlement, not even for Christian widows the early church maintained a role of widows who received support and evidently also served in its ministry. Eligibility began at age 60, and a godly lifestyle was required. Perhaps these widows took a vow to remain unmarried in their special service to Christ, and younger widows were less likely to keep that promise. It's a reminder for all single believers to never marry if it means being unfaithful to the Savior. Verses 9 through 12. Also, if someone else is paying the bills, it's much easier to fall into the sins of idleness and gossip. So this is another reason Paul urges younger widows to remarry rather than become dependent on the church. Yes, running a household is a terrific remedy to the temptations of laziness and time-wasting conversation. But Paul's reference to Satan reminds us that moms at home with their children are engaged in a spiritual battle. Our adversary would like nothing better than to destroy the Christian home. Verses 13 through 16. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com.
and I'll meet you again next time as we have five, living daily in the Word 